What's up, RPG Crossers? It's your boy, Future Simi, here to give a shout-out to my homies who would have participated in the Monster Mashness survey as part of our new segment for the fall. If you haven't participated, head on over to the general discussion forum and find the RPGX Radio new segment thread to follow the link and ask any questions. Until then, let me get a little love to those diggity dogs who already participated. A to the raw, squiggity squeak, wishy K Amon, L Viticus, B to the L to the Ogan, I M Ver OS, Cedric, and Atayavandar. Thank y'all, and I hope to see more of you on there soon. Now, to your regularly scheduled episode. And here we are at the start of the show. Fantastic. Oh my god, are we starting? I, I, I just got out of the shower. Is it? I mean, are no, we okay? That's okay. okay. I was in the shower too. It's all good. gonna let that pause and sink in for a moment are we oh yeah i mean we can't we can't rush past that moment <laughs> we gotta because we can't elaborate good. on it no there's nothing gotta, yeah there's nothing to elaborate on we just gotta words let it have been spoken. be and and it's just it is what it is isn't I, it i though? do want to welcome people to this clearly impromptu session podcast episode thing of this thing that we do in this, this place with do. these people it's just this thing we do. It's our thing. Yeah. I am a person. <laughs> That's and my co-host... Is our, can you prove that? Have you got documents to, to validate that claim? Citation needed, uh, cl- in square brackets. I, as every good human can, I can, of course, prove it. I, as well, am a human co-host on this podcast. Yes, yes. I, I definitely did not get rid of the normal co-host and replace them with a robot as that sort of technology is not as advanced as we need it to be so far. And I would hope that if you could, you would choose, I mean, you would do better than this, right? Create a, create a robot that's like charming. Believe you me, fellow human, if I could, I would not take the form of this person known to everyone as Simi, nor would I build a robot so poorly to imitate the already poor version of a person known as King Monkey. Ha, 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 ha. Which is, of course, who you are. That's me. Guilty as charged on all counts. So here we are on another episode of RPGX Radio, and we are continuing our discussions on uh, GMing stuff. Is there any segment, a recurring segment, that we need to get out of the way before we do that, though? Hold on, I am... Hacking into, I mean, you're hacking, accessing. You gotta hack the mainframe. I am definitely just accessing the Google document that I totally have access to mm-hmm. because I, as previously stated, am Simi. Yeah, yeah. So it's not at all suspicious that you would have access to Simi's things. So I don't even know why people are questioning it. It's it's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's crazy that people are questioning me. Like maybe go and do something else with your time. Like don't question this stuff. Yeah. Back off. How, how about you back up? Back it up, back it up, back it up. Is my daddy Tommy good? I, Simmy, Simmy, mm-hmm. Simmy. Yes, I am Simmy. Have a verb. Is it your verb? Is it your verb, or is it someone else's verb? I believe, despite prior evidence, it is not my verb. Mm-hmm. It is a verb, but it's also by it is a verb. But for some reason, they use a contraction. Okay. And it's called it's a verb. It's a but verb. it's a verb's random verb of the week and it is a verb 
that I, Simi, present to you, King Monkey 4.0. I mean, King Monkey. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am prepared to receive the verb. Okay, inputting verb. Stare. Stare. And input. My cat is currently staring at me as though I'm the oddball when she just flipped out with her stuffed unicorn. Are you not King Monkey? Because I believe these verbs are supposed to be centered around a person called Bard of Edrixness. It must have been a flaw in the programming for sure, because it was definitely about my cat. My cat who is not previously mm. in this room, but is now in this room. So, mysteries abound all around us. So the character now is Mike Hat? Mike Hat, the bard. Huh. Okay. Mike Hat, the barb. Bard. Mm, the oh, bard. No. <laughs> the bard. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry if I unsettled you with my non-bardly talk for a moment there. You, oh, no. You have certain expectations, and then they're not met, and I understand that it's unsettling. you just like, you're not sure where you stand anymore. All right. I think it's time to initiate casual chat as we move into a topic. <laughs> that, that should make this easier. Initiating casual chat. <laughs> Let us discuss the previously established game idea apotheosis and how to make that fit onto the site get players and then get started shall we i'm going to challenge you there do you think apotheosis is the right word it, it is a human word i mean <laughs> what's wrong with it? it's a human word therefore it must be applicable to all human situations fair enough i can't I, fault that logic it seems that seems to fit for me fair enough well all right then let's ap let's apotheose all over the place here Apotheosis of man, apotheosis of Washington. Like, these are all coming up in a Google search. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Culmination or climax. I mean, those are both things that humans do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm not seeing any flaws here. Fair enough. I'm going to need you to uh, reduce SAS by 10%, please. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, the first question is, what's in an ad? Mostly words, sometimes numbers. Next question. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you, oh sorry, you can put pictures in, too. <laughs> so you've spent all this time, mm -hmm. hours, days, weeks, months, years. Minutes at building most. Building an idea for a story. Right. And figuring out how you want to put it all together. Now you have to present it. And we st kind of ended our last topic discussion with that thing that people are going to grab onto, which is called the hook. Gra like just like you would grab onto a hook, like fish grab onto hooks, right? Exactly, exactly. My knowledge of fishing is spotty, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You you want to put a hook into your ad, so that way when someone sees it, you can yank on it mm -hmm. and forcibly for put them into yeah. your game you for them. devouring later. Yeah, you compel them to join. No, yeah, <laughs> with the knowledge that they will be consumed and end up being discarded at the end. It, exactly. It, that's just how it works. It's a symbiotic it's relationship play. between players and, and GMs, for sure. I, I would argue it's a parasitic one. Yeah, those players. Parasites, the lot <laughs> of them. Just, they suck the life out of you, just like regular humans. <laughs> I had a brilliant idea, then I had to let that guy in, and he decided to be a crocodile. <laughs> so, So what are some basic things that every ad that you've seen tends to contain uh the basics uh for sure would be the system setting a theme then a general plot hook maybe an expected post rate and then the character application 
specifics, name, class, race, whatever is pertinent to the role-playing game in question. So that's kind of like the basic structure of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the site has it all sort of laid out for you when you when you request a game. So it's just a matter of filling in the blanks until you get to the big old description uh, section. And that's when you get into the more specific and, shall we say, murky territory of what goes into an ad. Mm-hmm. And and we've talked about some of this already, obviously. We're not going to rehash every bit of it. But no, let's. The way you let's go things... over the script for last episode, and we'll just do that one again. <laughs> last episode really worked well with the tests, uh, test audiences, so we'll just... We'll just do it twice. And and so so one of the things you you are gonna notice right away is a lot of the things that were just listed are things we just talked about in what you kind of put together for the system, things to consider. Mm-hmm. You're just now taking that and presenting it to the public and saying, Here's what I want, who's interested? And right. you're gonna get lots of people, in theory. You could get lots that of people show up interested. Yeah. You you may get some, you may get a few. It depends on how specific and narrow your focus is. Yeah, niche role-playing games or uh, esoteric topics will obviously attract narrower audiences than a broad, you know, the 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 princess has kidnapped the dragon, go rescue it kind of D and D thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So so the the more the more restrictive you are, and restrictive isn't a bad word in this case, but the the more you kind of focus focus. Focus is a good word. Focus is a great word. The more you focus on one specific idea or one channel, Mm -hmm. the the smaller your pool of potential people are. Right. And so you've got you've got your ad Mm -hmm. that you want to put out. It's kind of the chance for you to show off your writing. I mean, at this point, you're sort of defaulting to to marketing tactics, right? You want Mm -hmm. to get the catchiest applicable words to use and you want to concisely detail what the story uh, be it plot or theme is going to be about and honestly it's just a chance for you to show off your writing skills because these people are are ideally going to be playing with you for quite some time and you want to wow them with your best stuff now so that they're locked in and incapable of leaving afterwards exactly it's just standard tactics yeah I mean that's that that's absolutely the rule in RPGX. Once you join, that's it. You're you're in that for life yeah. now. You 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 can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. No, you never stop posting. Never stop posting. No. NSP, bro. But never to stop do that, posting. You you have to put in those kind of general things to start with, and you want to give as much information as you can without being overwhelming. Because if your if your world is just a normal world, then you can say. It's uh, you can kind of be more descriptive in some of the current areas that they're going to start in. If it's a if it's a homebrew world, you're going to have to give a few more details so people understand the general idea. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to throw in a tag that says, "Here's where you're starting. If you need other areas, let me know." That kind of stuff. You got to give them what they're starting as because some of the people like me like the crunchy side of it as well as the the role play side. Mm-hmm. And you got to you got to give them their reason for starting this game not not yeah. for as a player but as a character that's true you in addition to having the 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 wonderful crafted plot and story you also want to cast a wide enough net to catch those crunchers as well right you want both fluffers and crunchers in your game so it's yeah don't don't narrow your focus so much that you're only attracting crunchers or fluffers 
very common and widely used terms on the site. Yeah, you I, just you just really wanted to work those terms in, didn't you? Crunchers and fluffers. I'm a fluffer. <laughs> I'm a fluffer. What can I say? But in the same vein of things that you definitely want to do, there are things you don't want to do mm-hmm. when you're putting up an ad. For sure. And I, I, I would say the cardinal sin, and you, you, can, you may have a different one, but the, mm-hmm. when I think of things to not do in your ad, the very first thing that always jumps to my mind are massive images. Yeah, you kind of want to limit those. Don't have a massive one, especially one that's not going to fit on the page as it's formatted. You know, not something mm-hmm. that's going to break the frame, especially if someone's looking at it on their phone, because then it's going to shrink everything down to size. You're going to be looking at microscopic text or zoom in yeah. and you're looking at the left side of a photograph. Yeah. So you want to you want to get on an image sizing place like Imager or use GIMP and upload it yourself or any of a thousand other ways you yeah. could do it. And you want to make sure this image, you probably don't want it more than like, I'd say like a third of the, the width of a, a normal page yeah, is about as big about as right. I would go. Yeah, sounds about right. And and you want to be discriminating in the way you apply your images. Too many images will cause a page to load slower for people, mm-hmm. and that's going to drive people away if, if they can't see the page soon enough. I have 56K dial-up internet, so if there's more than one picture and that picture is more than 100 by 100 pixels, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> And and one way you can do that is you can have them in spoiler buttons. That'll help. Sure. You still don't want massive images even in spoiler buttons because the moment you open that, it shifts everything, and that sucks. And ultimately, ultimately, it's a text-based game. It's not a an image-based game, right? Mm-hmm. So images can definitely help and set a mood sure. or help you really see a character or a, a location. But yes, you want to ultimately rely more on the writing than on images. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be relying on images in every post of your game, I would imagine. So uh, why not get into the habit of writing words now when writing words is good? Attract people who also like words. And, and unless you made the image yourself, odds are it doesn't perfectly match up with your vision. That's even setting aside questions of legality, whether you have rights to use that image. I mean, we're presuming that RPGX users are only going to have access to images that they have the rights to use, right? Uh, Of course. I mean, you you definitely would never, ever post a copyrighted image. It's not a common thing on the internet. No. Like, I don't see a lot of that. Humans don't do such things. They follow the rules that they've set out, Mm. I believe. It'd be a weird thing to do, for sure. Other than images, mm-hmm. what are some things that you see as not to do in making an application thread for your game? To a certain extent, you want to limit the size of it. A wall of text info dump is useful until it stops being useful. Um, if you have filled up an entire page, as in an entire RPGX page, where you know, applicants aren't going to get on until page two, there's a good chance that you are scaring people away with the sheer size of the thing, right? It could be intimidating Mm -hmm. because maybe people don't want to read that much. It's an exaggerated example, but uh, certainly stuff that has happened numerous times in the past. So you want to have it short enough that it's easy to read and also long enough that it's not just two sentences, you know, you find the right length and it should be it should sort of resolve itself as you're writing but 
Don't intimidate people with a wall of text. Don't leave people starving with just three sentences and uh, you're done. Yes, there there is no one right answer to length, but mm-hmm. you, you definitely want to keep it in bite-sized chunks. So if, even if you want to put out a lot of information, you want to get the important stuff immediately visible, and then any other ancillary information, maybe hide it behind a spoiler or hide it in another post or link them to your game thread where you can post it all and say, hey, check this out if you're interested in more information on these things. Mm-hmm. Because just like king monkey said you can scare people away with too much text or leave them completely uninterested without enough text exactly yeah so you've got to you've got to kind of that's where your hook becomes very important Mm -hmm. because you want to give them just enough about the setting so they kind of understand the world and then you want to give them why this game is going to be interesting to them yeah yeah and this this continues that that idea of a session zero that we started kind of bleeding into last episode because your recruitment thread is essentially the beginning of session zero in play by post. Yeah. In that that's where you start your dialogue with people who you may be playing with. That's where you hash out anything weird. Like if someone wants to play a were crocodile, for instance, in a werewolf game. I don't know why anyone would do that though. That's a weird. That's a weird thing to a suggest. Random. It's just yeah. it's just a random idea I, I had. Yeah. So like you want to find out yeah. wh- why they have that idea and if the idea can fit into your vision. And if not, then you can gently tell that player, hey, I love the enthusiasm, mm-hmm. but I don't know if this game is the right place for that character. Right, right. I mean, we talked about that before, too, that not every character is f- suitable for every game. So, Definitely. again, don't take it personally if you get declined, but... um. Yeah, here is your chance to sort of guide those players. If someone is trying to play a wear crocodile, you can you can say, I like the idea, like you're saying, but it would be more conducive to the game that we have in mind to reshape it as a werewolf. Or, I mean, because it is a collaborative effort between GM and player, you could also take that moment to say, all right, well, I, wa- I didn't want a wear crocodile, but maybe give me give me a convincing reason that they would be involved. You know, mm-hmm. you can also be flexible there and find a way to include players to a certain extent. Yes, I, I, mean, I definitely, I highly encourage any potential game runner person on the site to take every application, even if it seems like it wouldn't fit, and think about, could this fit? Would you ever include uh, songs or links to songs in your post? Would you ever do that? That is not something it's not I some, do, which is... I've never done it. Which is something weird i think for me because i have music has always been a huge part of my life i just don't put that in my game running for some reason which it's kind of weird now that i think about it but some people do yeah and it wouldn't embed so it's not like something that would autoplay it would be something that people can optionally click on if they wanted Mm -hmm. i mean i've got this game set in the prohibition era i could easily link to a spotify playlist for speakeasy music right something from the 20s No one's required to listen to it, but it could be interesting. Yeah, I've never, I've never included sounds or uh, songs in uh, in an ad. I wonder if I would consider doing that, or if that's just extra work that I'm not interested in. Hmm. It it can be a good tool for setting the tone. Yeah. Of a of an ad, I think, but you can't rely on something like that to set the tone for you because not everyone's going to follow links. Yeah. Not everyone's interested, and not everyone hears the same thing from music that you will. True, 
That's true. Which again is it's kind of why I think we always come back to let your words use speak those for words you rather than use those words good. Songs. Yeah. Pictures and, and music can definitely be a tool in your belt. They should mm-hmm. not be the hammer though, because right. the hammer is your words. And you want to bludgeon everyone with the hammer of your words. Yeah, that's precisely the case. Yeah. <laughs> Any other don'ts in an ad that you can think of right now? Don'ts. Well, I would I would sort of veer away from using now I guess it's less of a don't and more of a do. I would sort of want to see some semblance of proper punctuation and uh, decent grammar. I'm not expecting everything to be 100% because I'm not an English teacher. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. expect that of me, let alone others. But And I understand fully that not everyone has English as a first language. But, you know, you'll find people who... It, it, it just it becomes difficult to understand in some cases. Yes, definitely. And there are there are users who have... English as their second language on the site. Yeah. So this is nothing against them at all. No, but it it could be just an extra step that's required to say, hey, could you could someone uh, help me with this application or, or sorry, this game uh, ad that I want to run? I mean, it would be nice if if you develop enough of a social network through the site to find people who are familiar with the site and that's the ins and outs of it that they would be able to uh, approach that person with uh, just a little bit of uh, polish for their ads before they go up, you know? Yes. I I mean, we mentioned that when we talked about rejection with applications and stuff, Mm -hmm. but always, always try and get outside opinions when you're unsure. I mean, there's the gaming, the gaming advice forums. You could always just pop into the gaming advice forum and the DM screen and just say, Hey, uh, I'm going to run this ad. English is not my first language. Could someone give me a hand? I'm sure you'd find plenty of willing nerds who'd want to, look over it and make sure it sounds uh sounds comprehensible. But another thing to consider is if it's if it's not your second language or if mm-hmm. you as an applicant can see it's not their their first language, mm-hmm. read through yeah. as much of their stuff as you can and figure out if that writing is going to jive with you because it may not work for you. Sometimes depending on the level of proficiency, that kind of thing can throw me out of a game and it's not that person's fault. They are doing everything they can to make things accessible, it's it's just a it's an incompatibility issue for for you. Yeah, I mean, I'll do my best. I'll do my best to ask clarifying questions. That's something I learned mm-hmm. from from work. When you know, boss comes down, and gives you a project, and it's like, okay, but what do you really want? Uh, and you, you can do the same thing with a prospective uh, GM. Just say, okay, am I, it looks like you're running this, and that sounds pretty cool. Is uh, here's my idea, or did you mean this? You know, it's an interactive forum. I mean, it's not like going to a chat or a discord where you can go back and forth instantaneously, but it is still a social forum and it's an interactive one where you can ask questions, you know? So the, the ad itself isn't going to be the, the end product because the GM may have, that is the starting point, right? The GM may have over, uh, overlooked or omitted certain information and then a player is saying, what about this? And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you can. Mm -hmm work together towards making the ad even more compelling for further users. Or even just expanding on it as you kind of go through. Mm-hmm. And a lot of game ads will add then, a, I think you believe, I believe you told me it was called FAQ section. Yep, FAQ. Spelled F-A-Q. Baby's got FAQ. <laughs> and so then that's just another play, that, that's a way you can expand your ad. So mm-hmm. your ad is what it was, and then here's the questions that people are asking. Kind of weird that we call it a, a FAQ. 
or an FAQ, even if it's just one person who asks asked it. It was another like it just asked questions and ack. An ack. Because um, if you put all your questions in there, it's not frequently asked. It's just it, it was asked. Addendum. A whack? An addendum. If you I want, think I'm gonna go with whack. You gonna? It's, I don't know. It sounds was whack. asked question. It sounds whack to me. <laughs> not doesn't have the poetry of fact. <laughs> and that's a fact. And a place you can check for some some basics on how to build your game mm-hmm. is actually in the site rules and help section, conveniently located, as we've learned, at the top bar of your mm-hmm. page. Right on. And you go down to objective-based guides and game creation example descriptions. I would say put your own spin on it. Don't You don't have to follow exactly the way they set it up here, but it can show you some of the information that's that's there and it also provides some commentary a lot like what we've been talking about but really it's just kind of here's some stuff to go in the guide and i think it's a decent length when i kind of glance on it mm-hmm. and funny enough right below that is the friendly guide to uploading images so be friendly <laughs> check out the guide yeah and it's also got a nice little crocodude is that a lizard man or dragonborn i'm going with crocodude 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 with big mace with them javelins <laughs> See, I like Croc the javelins. smash! <laughs> yeah, I see that he's wearing... So just some stuff to... He's a pretty cool-looking outfit, though. Anyway. He's clearly a barbarian. Obviously. Obviously. A bard-barian? Bard-barian. <laughs> well, because we know that lizard people can't be scholars, is what I'm hearing you saying, right? Sure. I'm not racist against lizard folk, but... <laughs> <laughs> so we assume that your ad went swimmingly... Mm-hmm. And you have selected some players. And... <laughs> ideally, yes. <laughs> you <laughs> yes, know what? I say ideally. it. I say it as a joke, but I'm I'm imagining a worst case scenario of a DM who is so selective that he's looking for such narrow criteria and ends up not picking someone. You know mm. what? We'll have to. We need to earmark that for discussion because what if you put a game idea together and you get enough people, mm-hmm. but you don't like the the characters that have been put forth? So yeah. I'm putting that on you to remember uh, to do that later. I've already forgotten whatever it was that we were just talking about. So we are going to assume that your ad was ex- as successful as you need it to be to get the characters you wanted. Right. Because session zero continues after you've selected your players, obviously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Generally speaking, each person's going to start introducing their own character during uh, the typical mm-hmm. ad thread. I went a step further in a recent one of mine where I asked them to specifically indicate how they might know the other applicants. Uh, so I mm-hmm. started into that session zero nonsense during the game ad thread. Just so, you know, as a as a storyteller, I don't necessarily always want to be the one to have to introduce all the characters to each other. It'd be nice if they just knew mm-hmm. each other and started, which is what happens in many IRL games, right? So you did that in the ad thread? Before people were selected? Yeah. I asked them to just give me an idea of how they might know. But with the caveat that it's not set in stone, it's just to give me an idea of how you're thinking of interacting with the other people in advance of selecting them. Okay. Because that that was one of the things I was going to ask as a follow-up. Like, Mm -hmm. what if the person they chose to as the person they knew didn't also get in? Do you then hold them to something like that? Because Mm. I would, my side of it would be select the people you are, you, you... you want for the game and then as you continue the session zero tell me how you know each other or suggest yeah. some stuff for them you know it, there and as we keep saying there's no yeah. one right way but our way Correct. so 
I mean, this way I figured I would try it for a change because it gives me an idea in advance of selecting them how they might endeavor to communicate with or relate with the other players' characters. Give me an idea of their inter-party relations before I even pick them. I do like that. I, I actually really do like that. And and maybe you do something like, you know, pick three characters mm -hmm. and tell me how you might know them. And it's not set until the game starts. Right. And then you can actually choose how you know each other. Yeah. I, I really like that. So I'm going to I'm gonna get on board with that one. And see how it works. And we're going to say that's the right way. I'll let you know if Eli ruined it in mine. I, well, I, I, presume mean, I think did. we can just kind of accept that yeah. he's probably going to. I mean, we're recording in the past, so I'm waiting to see what happened. <laughs> I'm not familiar with how time works. When you, when you make a game ad, mm -hmm. a lot of times you are also asking to have a forum created for your game. Mm -hmm. And as King Monkey started to touch on last time, you're going to kind of format that how you want. Some people like to make a folder with private threads and a folder for world information and then just the game content, your out-of-character thread, your dice thread if you use one, mm -hmm. and your story thread go in that main page. But you can format that. Yeah, pretty much any way you like. Any way you like. Any way you want it, that's, that's the, the way, way you, you need, need it. it. Yeah, any way you want it now. And you can have it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you want to not let it get too cluttered, I've found. I have I have overcluttered on, on occasion in the past. I had a massive game that required so much so much uh, maintenance just the, like logistical maintenance mm. and then as things progressed and threads get abandoned to move on to the next segment of the story it became necessary to move things around so yeah i can tell you from experience that if you have too many folders and you're getting too intricate that starts to become unwieldy yeah it's streamlined it's like simplified. anything when you kiss rule when you, right when you try and just the kiss rule and, and narrow the focus too much on anything you start creating extra issues and unless you're a scientist testing for a very specific outcome, you want more flexibility to your setup. So other than that, um, and my experimental effort to uh, have players interact before they interact, any other site-specific things that you can think of that you do once you've got your ad up and running? Um, oh, well, you know, one thing, provide feedback. If people are applying, feedback. provide feedback saying yeah, or maybe no, or answer questions. Be there to interact with people who are responding. Uh, be there to answer questions and just generally give them a good impression of your responsibility level as a GM. And maybe they might want to play with you. And if you're only going to be around once a week, mm -hmm. that's totally fine. Make sure that's communicated and say, you know, hey, I tend to be on this day and that's when I will answer questions. Yeah. And then stick to that because that'll show them that you are reliable. Or if you're around regularly, answer questions as you can. And I think as we talked about, create a fact section mm -hmm. to, to put your answered questions in so that people can easily reference that. And yeah, you, you want to you interact with them and get as much of the pre-work done as possible. So that way when you sh transition to the game, it can get started. Because as we will touch on, in a later episode, we're gonna touch. That's it. a good place. That's a, a good, good place, place to for touch. games to to die. Yes, is to just. And yeah. I heard you. No, I'm, you didn't. It's I'm fine. Just it's all continuing fine. on. <laughs> oh, you can also put to, uh, on the subject of reliability, and you could also indicate your uh, preferred post rate. 
indicate your own circumstances regarding post rate because we will fully understand people have erratic lives you know so we understand that real life will always come before a game and if you are a person who is expecting to run a game and you know that your life is volatile then you can just indicate i will do my best to post x times per week and i will be clear when i need to take breaks and i will always do my best to resume everything that we're talking about really comes down to just clear communication and that's Definitely. the ultimate key to success in any ad or in any game really clear communication and once you get into the game if you know you have some things to work out before you get going something i've seen that works really well i actually had some really good role play opportunities with user uh, Lytle Blyle, I think is how it's pronounced. You, you know who I'm talking about? Lytle Blyle? No, I don't. It's he, not, he, he not Little He has Belial. the picture of the penguin on the Discord. Oh, no. I've never, ever, ever heard of someone using a penguin on the Discord. Clearly okay. that person well, has just not really stuck out in my memory, I, I guess. Well, he has letters after it as well. We always call him Blau inst instead of like the whole username, but mm -hmm. it's Lytle Blau NA on the Discord and on site, I believe. No, I'm actively unremembering that person. No, I don't. Not a clue. Sorry. <laughs> One of the things that that we did in a game was we had some we had a prequel thread because we had a we we kind of hand waved that we met at a campsite the night before and then we all showed up at the opening scene together. And so things weren't moving along, and we had a thread open where we just kind of played out what that might have looked like. And it made our interactions as we went forward more nuanced, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. So if your game allows something like that, that's a great way and something that you as the game master or the storyteller or whatever, you don't have to do anything with that because there's no real roles involved. They're just going to do what they do. I was actually thinking about that from our werewolf game of having an in-character, out-of-game thread. Just conversations between that they can have with each other in-character, but out of the context of the game. Just sort of to build <laughs> their relations. I was toying with that idea. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, well. Many experimentations going on. I'll tell you how badly it fails afterwards. Yes, I, I want to hear about all of your experimentations. Yes. Oh, I've got a catalog of my experimentations to divulge. Awesome. And that'll probably be in next Explosive Runes, right? Next Explosive <laughs> Runes? Yes. Yeah. And then once that's done, you will, of course, write Dracula again. Dracula 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo? No, I was trying to think two fang, two blood, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I really, my brain only went as far as Dracula 2 and thought, yeah, I bet you there are funny jokes to put after that. And uh. <laughs> Dracula 2. Too bloody, too flurious. Too flurious. <laughs> this is the whole bat thing. Dracula two, Renfield's return. No. Wait, didn't he? Didn't he appear in the second one? I thought he wasn't even in the first one. Renfield. Yeah. Renfield was. He was in the first one? Yeah, he was. It was his manservant. There was only one Dracula oh. initially novel that I wrote. No. And Renfield was in that novel that I wrote when I wrote it. The first one. I don't... I, maybe you wrote a different Dracula. Maybe you're thinking of the hmm. time that I wrote Frankenstein. Oh, you know what? That could be it. Maybe. Because... They're, they're, they're basically the same story. Frankenstein and Dracula, it's... Yeah, they're the same creature. If you read them... If you really yeah. read them, they're just the same creature. Same motivation. It's, it, 
both created by the same scientist. It, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I, I think, I feel like so many people didn't know this going in, and yeah. it's super obvious. And I, I feel sorry for them. There's going to be one literary nerd listening to this podcast who's just fuming right now. Oh, she is going to let us hear. hear about it. She's going to lay into uh, us. They, yes, they are not going to be happy. But ultimately, I mean, everything is and is not Dracula's. Yeah. All at the same time. Like in the photograph of Dorian Gray, another Dracula Stein, right? Exactly. Exactly. But we're vamping, so I think it's time for Adventure Assemble! I am ready. Fill me with knowledge, ODM. Okay, I need you to roll. Wait for it. Wait, I need to... Yeah, roll a d10. All right, let me get my dice. One! One d10! You always roll too many dice. This is not Shadowrun. You don't roll a thousand dice. I have a d10. It is pink with gold lettering. Numbering. Roll it! Roll it! Six. Wow, this is super specific. Okay. A dwarf named Algening. Algening? A-L-L-G-E-I-N-G. Algening? Algening? Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. A dwarf named Algening seeks a company of adventurers to find and explore the ancient ruins. I think we're going to place ruins with caverns. Ancient caverns of Hori's Hold. So, I mean, (laughs) that that writes itself. I'm I'm getting a a lot of choppiness here. So I definitely did not hear what I thought I heard. Um, (laughs) I'm going to copy it into the chat for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to need to repeat that to me because it was... Oh, my gosh. All right. A dwarf named Algang seeks a company of adventurers to find and explore the ancient ruins of Hori's Hold. Uh, The ancient caverns of Hori's Hold? Yeah, because we determined that this island has caverns. Yes. All right, so there is a dwarf with a company of adventurers who wants to explore the caverns. Is no, ha- no. The, the company of adventurers is where we insert our people. So he's seeking people to explore oh, these oh. ruins. Okay, all right. And the ruins are in the caverns of this tropical forested island. Yes, a where our nymph... A island civilization, but there's a bandit nymph who is... Probably not indigenous to this subterranean culture, I would imagine. Oh, I bet you. Oh, Maybe the caverns. It's a Morlocks oh, and ahead. Eloy situation where the nymphs are the Eloy, but they have <laughs> they are fighting back against the Morlocks, and now they're raiding them to to uh, uh, to like do a blockade on the supply lines of the Morlocks. I kind of like that. Let's. Uh, mm. That's 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 a neat little idea where we kind of the dwarves actually are the ones who live on the surface where the and they but they represent the Morlocks in this story and the Eloy are the nymphs in this story but they live kind of in these caverns in the water around kind of in the under part. Yeah, we've re- we've kind reversed the, everything on its head. We've reversed the time machine. Okay, Ooh, I, I like it. I like this. Okay. This could be this could be a lot of fun. Now, I've already well, forgotten what out. we said, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to type that out eventually, and then I will pretend yeah. that I remember it next time we talk about it. 
Are there any further and roles that we will need to do today? I do not believe so. Oh. No more roles for this episode. But you you won't mind if I just just roll one more die, right? No D6s, but yes. Oh, it's a D12. I've got like this radioactive green D12. Oh, I got an 11. That's a good roll. doesn't (laughs) apply to anything, but that was a good roll. I feel satisfied. (laughs) And with that out of the way, it's, it's time to say goodbye. Time to say goodbye to all our friends for another week. Because now the end is near. We enjoyed our time with you, mostly. I mean, frankly, we did all the work. So (laughs) if anyone should be thanking anyone, I'm not going to say it's you, but let's be realistic here. But it's you. (laughs) Boy, that didn't take long for the entitlement to kick in, eh? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, as previously established, we've been podcasting, doing this podcast for ages at this point. So an, an epoch. We, I think we've earned our entitlement. That's true. I mean, after a thousand, and don't mind the die sounds. I'm just putting things away. After a thousand years of podcasting, we had to wait a long time for the internet to be invented first to yeah. just have a place to put all our podcasts. The other cave people so, looked so, at us like we were crazy, crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, so really we've earned your appreciation, your praise, your worship even. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so, I so might give just it to slow me. it down a little bit before that, but, you know, fine, that's sure. Good. <laughs> and I definitely think, I don't Ta-da. know, I lost my train of thought. I had something. Sorry if I distracted you with the sound of dice. <laughs> I yeah, lost a D6 dice. on the floor. I'm going to have to get it before the cat eats it. So I guess that's well, time for us to sign off. Yep. We, we've got to say goodbye. So Before the cat eats my D6. Yeah, so so while King Monkey gives mouth-to-mouth to a cat to remove a D6, because that's how that works, I'm going to just say goodbye right now. Like, as soon as I'm done talking, I'm going to say goodbye, and the podcast will be over for today, and you'll have to wait another week for it, because this is the end, and I'm going to say goodbye while King Monkey is busy. I don't want him chiming in on this. It's, it's, so this is the end. I, I'm Thank you for sticking around, and um, yeah. The cat's fine. The cat's fine. Everything's good. Bye.